Good evening, Mervin Rabbi Continuing along here, Bezer Hashem in Chavis Alvavis. So we just finished the five categories of types of people or situations, scenarios where a person would receive good from somebody else, starting with a father and an employer and a generous donor and people doing favors for one another and people taking pity on somebody else who is in need. And in all of these cases, we discussed that the intent is primarily, certainly largely, for the benefit of the one who's giving, if not completely for the benefactor of the one who's giving. And still in all, we saw from Psukim, and we see from the understanding of uh, objective understanding of people that gratitude is deserving and gratitude must be shown to those people. So before we go any further, as the Chavazavav is then going to contrast that with HaKadosh Baruch who is doing Chesed for us and how much we then have to reciprocate and show gratitude and do HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will. Before we go further, I must mention a Gavaldik Akasha, tremendous question just this morning that Avram Gedali HaKoyin my good friend Drew Dorman asked me this morning, and seems to be a gavaldic kasha, such a good kasha. But I looked around, and Baruch Hashem, I found a terrace. And his kasha is as follows. There's a famous Gemara in the beginning of Mesechtas Avodah Zorah. The beginning of Avodah Zorah, the Gemara says, Dorosh of Chanina Bar Rav Simloi. They tell us the following. Something's going to happen in the future. In the future, at the end of days, Mashiach will have come, and Hashem will sit with the Sefer in his lap. And he will say, Whoever involved himself in the learning of Torah, and the practice and keeping of Torah, come and get your due reward. And it says, Everybody's going to come and line up to get their reward. Hashem is doling out reward now. Hell, oh, we're coming, we're coming. And the Gemara goes on to tell us that the, the Romans are going to come. And they're going to say, we want schar. Brings the Gemara, brings why they're going to be first to be able to, to get an audience with HaKadosh Baruch. And they'll get an audience. It means they're, they're sar, the one who represents the nation of Rome, and the uh, the angel of the Roman Empire will come and say, we want schar, all of my Roman people want schar. And Hashem is going to tell them, well, what did you do? So they're going to say, Rabbi Shalom, you know what we did? We made many marketplaces. We made many bathhouses. We moved around money, gold and silver, and as we repopulated commerce and made the economy go, and they're going to say, they can have the audacity to say, that we did this only for the Jews to be able to learn Torah. So therefore we afforded them with marketplaces, places of business, supermarkets, places to, to bathe, and therefore, we deserve reward 
just for that because we did that. That's the argument of the Romans. And Hashem is going to tell them, Hashem says to them, You fools! Everything you did, you did it for yourselves. You did it for self-interests. You did it for ulterior motives. You made marketplaces. You know why you did that? It's because you wanted a place, a forum for promiscuity. You made bathhouses. It was just to adorn yourselves. The money, it's all mine. Hashem says, I'm the one who moves around money. That's what he's going to say. So first of all, there is a famous word from the Briskarov, which already Reb Tzodik said this in his Sefer Tzidkas Tzadik and others, but it's attributed to the Briskarov's word. He has two questions on this Gemara. He says, first of all, how do they have the audacity, I mean, this is lost so loving, this is the world of truth already. How do they have the audacity to come and say, oh, Hashem, we did all these things just for the Jews. They know they didn't do it for the Jews. Question number one. Question number two, which really answers question number one, is why does Hashem say, you fools, you didn't do it for them, you did it for yourselves. Hashem should have said, you liars. He says, He should have said, He should have said, you're liars. You didn't do it for, for them, for the Yidden to learn. You did it for yourselves. Says the Brisker of He says, it's the world of truth. And now they see in hindsight that indeed everything that they did throughout history really was just there to help Yidden learn Torah. And now they realize it and they said, oh, well, look at this. We never really did it for them. We did it for ourselves. But now we see that everything we did really was to enable Yidin to be able to learn Torah. So let's cash in on that and say, we deserve Schar. On that Hashem says to them, Shaitim Shabbat, you fools, because had you had that in mind at the time, indeed, then great reward would be coming to you. But that's not what you had in mind. You had yourselves in mind. Like the Gemara we just said, you set up marketplaces for one reason, bathhouses for another reason, therefore you get no scar. This is the Gemara, and this is the explanation, just to understand the simple explanation of this Gemara. So the Gemara is telling us that we have these Romans who did for, for centuries, and it's continuing on until today, that we have people doing things which really enable Klal Yisrael to learn Torah, but since they don't have that in mind, they don't get scar. So he asked a very simple question. According to the Chavis Avavis, that's not true. Chavis Avavis is saying, even if a person has his own self-interest in mind, and he is only doing a teva favor, he's only doing chesed, he's only being generous to another person or people, only to promote his own affairs for, for his own purposes, Chavis Avavis taught us that we have psukim and we know from moral beliefs that still there is gratitude that's deserving of him. That's the question. It's a very good question. So I thought about it and I think, I think maybe this is the, the terrace that fell into my head from the heavens. Maybe there's a chilek like this. What Chavis Avavis is talking about over here is that 
one person to another person. If Ruvain did something that thereby benefited Shimon, it's incumbent upon Shimon, the recipient of this type of this benevolence, to thank Ruvain, to have gratitude to Ruvain. And that's as we explain, because this is the Midah of Akaras that Hashem wants us to get this Midah of Akaras into our psyche, into our minds, into our Nishamas, and therefore would then lead to having proper Akaras Atayv Baruch would do his Ratzin. That's the basis of Sharavaitis Alikim. So, in terms of showing gratitude and having an attitude of thanks to these people, even if they only had themselves in mind, and that we say that is true, doesn't matter what they had in mind, we still have to thank them. But in terms of schar, in terms of reward, that's a whole different story. Reward, perhaps reward you only get for doing something, be it a mitzvah, being an enabling a mitzvah, only if. You had in mind to do that. And I thought that's a very good terence. Except another question ensued after that. And what's that? In the end of Parsha's Chukas, we learn about an episode over there where Moshe Rabbeinu is faced with fighting Oig Melech Haboshon, a huge giant from the great giants, Oig Sichain, according to Chazal, they were brothers. So he has to fight against the Oig. And the Pesach says, Vayemra Hashem HaMoshah, al don't have to be afraid. Why would he be afraid? Why would he be afraid? You think because he's a big giant he's afraid? He doesn't have to be afraid. He has a Baruch on his side. So Rashi tells us, you know what he was afraid of? He was afraid that maybe Oig Melech HaBoshan has a great schus that maybe he has a schus that thereby will protect him, that will allow him to decimate Klal Yisrael. That's what Meish Rabbeinu was afraid of. What schus did Eich Melech HaBoshan had? Where did he ever do something good that Meish Rabbeinu should be afraid? So Rashi tells us, because many, many years earlier, Eich Melech HaBoshan informed Avram Avinu, that his nephew and brother-in-law, Lloyd, is in trouble. And therefore, he went and he saved him. The whole Maisa with Sedaim. Now really, really, why did, why did Oig Melech Haboshan do that? Why did Oig tell Avram? So Rashi tells us over there. That Oig said, I want Avram Avinu to get into this war. He'll be killed at war. Certainly, he's with one person against these the, the four kings who are very strong. He'll be killed, and I'll go and marry Sarah. So he see with the Torah here that Kadosh Baruch Hu ain't shichachol of Hashem doesn't forget a thing. Doesn't forget that one act, even the minutest act of kindness. And therefore, Oig did a kindness. He told Avram to go save Light, the family member. Even though he did it only for his own purposes, he would get schar and be protected here in this fight against Meshrabenu many, many years later. This is what Chazal tells us. So this seems to be a big question even on our answer that we're saying. Maybe we could say there's a difference between Akarasatayv, that you have to have one person for somebody else, you have to have Akarasatayv. But in terms of schar that comes from Akarasbohu, schar from the heaven, oh, that only goes if a person had in mind the right thing. Here we see that's not true. We see the case of Oig, that he would have gotten Schar, and that would have been 
enough to save him, perhaps even to do damage to Klal Yisrael, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was afraid of. And Moshe Rabbeinu had a right to be afraid, except Hashem says, don't worry, I'm not taking this into account for whatever reason. But there would be a basis for that. So if that's the case, we see even someone who does not have in mind still gets schar. And we see this also by Balak, who brought 42 carbonas, the Gemara tells us in Mesech Saita. And for that also, it's considered a mitzvah shalei l'shmo, and he gets schar. Therefore, he had he had generations come out from him. Rus ha-moyavia. So this is the question. So you can't just tell tell me this, we can't just make a distinction between HaKoros there even if there's no intent for the good, as opposed to Schar, because here we see by the case of Oy, that even if, that we see even if he would have, even, even though he didn't have in mind for the goodness of the act, he had himself in mind, still to be schar. In Cain, if so, then we go back to our question, so then why is it any different when it comes to the Romans? Why loss and love? Why is that any different? The Romans are going to come and say, we want reward. Hashem says, what do you do? They said, we made marketplaces. We made bathhouses. We moved around commerce. That's the question. Yeah? That's the question. So, I think we have to come up with another answer. We have to come up with another answer. And now we have to say like this. The the Rajba has a, uh, we have from the Rajba, it's called the Chedusha Rajba on Agodois Hashas. There's the different various Divrei Agoda, Agadat Gemaras. We have one volume of the Rajba and he has speaks on this Gemara at the beginning of Edezorah. And he says, really, he was talking about something else entirely. This schar over here that's going to be la'os and lavai, as the Gemara starts, as we said before, the Gemara says that la'os and lavai in the future, HaKadosh Baruch will sit with the Sefer Torah in his lap, kaviyochel. It's a marshal, it's not to be taken literally. And Hashem says, whoever involved himself in this Torah, in the learning of Torah, in the promoting of Torah, in the fulfillment of Torah, come and get your duly rewarded schar. So the Roman says, look, you know, we didn't learn Torah, obviously, but we did things that enabled Klal Yisrael to learn Torah. So it sort of says the Rajba like a Yisachar Zavulan partnership. Yisachar learns, and Zavulan go out, goes out and does business, and enables there for Yisachar to learn. So even though Zavulan didn't actually learn all of those hours, but he gets the schar for that because he enabled Yisachar. It's like someone who supports learning of Torah, even if they don't learn the amount of time that the people are supporting, but they get schar for that, because they're supporting learning of Torah. So the Romans come along and say, listen, we want schar also, because we see that everything that was done, even though we didn't have it in mind, but we see it was all for the good of the Yidin learning Torah, as we explained, that's the Pshan and the Gemara. On that, the answer is like this, that to be a partner, of a Yisachar Zvulam partnership, to be a partner in Torah, that you have to have in mind. In other words, to get Schar in this world, like the case at Oig, he did something good, Hashem says, I repay all good deeds. Even those that didn't have in mind, I repay all good deeds. And therefore, Oig gets Schar, and Meish was afraid he's going to get Schar. However, this is talking about loss and love, 
this Gemara is already in the future. In the future, Hashem is going to say, I'm ready to pay back everybody who learned Torah when it was difficult, when it was easy. All those who helped those who are learning Torah, you're going to get the schar. But that's only if you had it in mind. That's, we see this great Chiddush, this new idea based on this Pshat and this Gemara with this new question that we said, we see a tremendous Chiddush. That schar for learning Torah and schar for helping those who learn Torah and supporting those who learn Torah only come to people who had in mind to do that. And therefore Hashem says to the Romans, Shaitim you fools. Had you had that in mind, indeed, you would get tremendous schar, like he is rule in partnership. But you can't be a partner just haphazardly. You can't be a partner without saying, I hereby am a partner in this. I want to go into this together. And therefore, that answers the question that indeed, normally we say, even if someone did not have a mind to benefit somebody else, we have to thank him for that. We have to feel gratitude. Even if the, someone didn't have a mind, we see from Shemayim, they even give schar for that. That's only in this world. But in the next world, all the schar, the real world, the real schar, that's only for somebody indeed who had in mind to do good, to learn Torah, or to enable Torah. Agutenacht.